Um, first of all, thank you for your patience, for waiting, and uh, I apologize for starting so late. So, I'll try not to talk too much. <laughs> so let's begin. First, get into your posture. <coughs> you have in your mind the determination to arrive at a certain at a, at a certain realization. In this case, we are going to medit- do wisdom meditation. So you're determined to have a clearer understanding of wisdom. And as you do so, adjust your posture so your body will cooperate, so that your consciousness need not bother with holding your posture in place. So check your legs and hands, make sure they are comfortable and that you're not consciously holding them in place. Your elbows are not too far, not too close to your body. Shoulders are relaxed, even. Your back naturally straight. Head and neck centered, again, so you don't need to consciously hold them in place. You're not holding them from falling forwards or to the sides or the back. Your mouth, teeth, tongue should simply rest in the natural places. Your jaws are not too loose, teeth not clenched. The tip of the tongue touching slightly the back part of the upper teeth. Eyes conducive to meditation. Closed, if that's what's conducive for you. Opened, if that is what is conducive for you. Or the middle path, or them have them half opened. <coughs> if that is what is conducive for you. And one last push with the determination as to what you're going to do in this very session. Bring your attention to the breath. You're not trying to force your mind to focus on the breath. So don't let that be a concern for you. You're not trying to control the breath. You're not trying to chase away distractions, run after distractions. You're looking for awareness of the breath. And while Maintaining this awareness of the breath. Have a part of your body, a part of your mind, check your posture, making sure that it is indeed comfortable, that there is stability, and you're not consciously holding any part of the posture in place.
after making necessary adjustments to achieve comfort and stability in the posture and you feel some sense of confidence then bring your attention back to just the breath again and don't worry about how focused or clear the mind is on the breath don't worry about how long or short the duration of the inhalations or exhalations don't try to control them don't worry about what you're hearing what you're feeling, what you're remembering let them happen if they're happening if they're not happening they're not happening the only concern is while you're exhaling you know you're exhaling while you're inhaling you know you're inhaling when it goes back you know it went back in this way let your awareness follow the breath in an unbroken continuity follow the breath this way for about 21 cycles
be mindful of the sense of ease that you're experiencing in the body. Be aware of how the sense of ease is reflected in the breath and the mind. And make a determination to continue to experience this ever-deepening sense of ease. Remember the reason why you want to meditate. Let it be as clear as you can make it. What you're going to do in this very session. How is it connected to your ultimate goal? Ask yourself through what means you will achieve your goal. What is it that you will need to rely on that will guarantee you success? And focus at the level of your eyebrows about an arm's length distance from you as you ask this question. And of what you aspire to appearing before you in that space appearing in a form made entirely of light. Describe to this form that this is the guarantee, the infallible guidance that you are seeking the perfect protection to help you get to your goal. This is the teacher. And as you do so, find within you that measure of conviction that you are indeed in such a presence. Holding on to that measure of conviction, show your gratitude, show your reverence in your mind, prostrate. Accept the protection and the guidance. Take refuge.
show your gratitude, make offerings. Clear your conscience, admit your faults, admit the actions committed after asking for strength in your own compact capacity, make a promise to restrain in the future, make a promise to do something to make up. Uplift your mind through rejoicing, allowing your mind to take great joy in all measures of merit, yours and others, the merits you've gained through whatever effort you've invested so far, the efforts of others, their progress, their successes. Especially rejoice for those who have succeeded at what you aspire to achieve.
embracing all beings with compassion, with love, looking at their conditions. Turn your mind again to the teacher, that bright form, and feel connected through the teacher to all enlightened beings. And ask them to please turn the wheel of the Dharma. Teach beings how to truly end their pain, how to truly achieve happiness. And to stay with them for as long as it takes. If you're about to do meditation on wisdom, so dedicate the merits you've gained so far through these preliminaries to help you succeed. So your understanding will be deeper. eventually to direct realization. teacher now to the crown of your head. Feel the presence of the teacher about a palm's length distance above your head facing the same direction as you are in that bright form as bright as the sun. And feel connected with the teacher through a stream of nectar pouring from the teacher's heart. enters you through the crown of your head. With this nectar, feel all your obstacles being washed away. And all that you need, the energy, anything you need to succeed, see yourself being filled with them. form of the teacher dissolves into a point of light. <coughs> Feel and see this point of light descend through the crown of your head. See it merge with your mind at your heart center. And completely lose, let go of all former identifications. <coughs> Again, be aware of your breath. 
staying aware of the breath become aware of the body slowly Stretch your legs if you need to. Okay, welcome everyone. Uh, I will try. <laughs> So you can go home uh, at least, you know, as late as I usually get you <laughs> to go home, but uh, not later than that. <laughs> uh. <coughs> so we're meditating on uh, wisdom. Uh, with this <coughs> meditation, you're supposed to have already but not be familiar with the process of meditation already so that you can be aware of so you can have an, an idea of the object that you're meditating on and the mind watching it and analyzing it so you're supposed to be able to have those two things going on simultaneously in your meditation if the object doesn't appear clearly as uh, clear enough then your analysis your analyzing the object will just be you know in vain because you're not really you don't really have something to analyze. So, before you start meditating, well, before you are able to have any, gain any uh, sense of wisdom, the, the, first, um, the first thing that you must make appear to your mind is not wisdom. It's not, it's not the direct perception of, of emptiness. That's not, that's not the first thing you have appear to your mind and then you try to fo focus on it. The, the thing that you're supposed to have appear clearly into your mind is what you're seeking to deny. Well, you're not really seeking to deny it, but it's called the object to be denied as far as wisdom is concerned. But as far as you're concerned, you're supposed to make it appear so vivid that it doesn't seem to be something to be denied. It's, it's supposed to be something so vivid that it seems to be something to be, you know, uh, that is evident. So you're supposed to bring uh, to, to, uh, to your consciousness that, that, that sense of self. And the meditation of, that is described as, translated as the one and many, and really, it's really a meditation of oneness, one and, and separate. Okay? So you're supposed to, after you have this sense of I vivid in your mind, that its, uh, its sense of realness is, is undeniable. Then it's the mode of apprehension you're supposed to look at. You're supposed to look at how am I apprehending, how am I uh, conceiving of this I, of this sense of I. And then it is this sense of I now you're supposed to establish whether it is correct or not. Okay. So you're supposed to find those uh, moments of of clear identification. Okay. So you're supposed to, and then when those moments of identifications are clear, then you're supposed to say, this sense of I 
is it the same as the body? W- w- because I sense that the sense of I is identified with the body sometimes. And the sense of I sometimes is identified with feelings, with emotions, or with the, with the mind in general. They're supposed to say, is this sense of I the same as, is it the mind itself? Okay, that's what they mean by the meditation of one and, and many. It's really the same as or different from. Okay? So, once, uh, once you, you've done the, the two meditations, the sameness with the body, sameness with the mind, then the uh, other sense of, then it must be, since you cannot, since you may not be able to establish that it is exactly that this sense of I is the mind, this sense of I is the body, then you will go through the uh, other meditation and is it separate? Is it something that is separate from the body? Is it something that is separate from the mind? Okay? And the thing is, when you go through the, uh, you see that the sense of I cannot be anything other than any one of those possibilities. It's either one with one of those, the mind or the body, or it's separate from the mind or the, uh, or the body. Okay? There's, the, there, there's no other possibility. So that's your, that's your feel of, no, that's the bowl of fruit. Okay? There's nothing else that exists other than this bowl and the fruits that are in it. Okay? There's only, only these two possibilities that you're supposed to exhaust. And once you've exhausted those two possibilities, and that's when you will arrive at the truth. Okay? And you don't begin the meditation thinking that the truth is something other. And you want to prove to yourself that it is not one of those things. Okay? There's, there's a, there's a uh, somewhere within you, somewhere within us, there is this sense of, of, of conviction that it is one of those two. And you're supposed to bring forth this sense of conviction. And then the part of you that, the part of the mind that's now in the meditation that's analyzing and starts to analyze. So if the sense, of, if the sense is not vivid, if the sense is not, uh, doesn't feel like you can touch it, doesn't feel like you, it is so vivid that you can actually, you know, uh, hold it. If it doesn't feel that way, then your analysis will be just, you know, it will be just vague, it will be just hypothetical. Okay. So there should be this gut feeling of this eye. And, and when you do the, uh, try to establish whether it is one with or different, then you're not supposed to stay in the middle of, you know, doubting. Because there's a point where when you doing the analysis, trying to find out, is it one? You don't do it with, you know, uh, thinking that it's not one, but I'm, just because I'm supposed to do meditation thinking that it's one, just to please this guy, I'm going to try to meditate on, on one, to see if it's one. It's one with, one with either one of them. But find this sense of, find this conviction that it is one, and then try to establish that whether or not it is one, that is, it is whether or not it is the body, whether or not it is the mind. Okay? Then, you will, uh, when, when, you, uh, when you finish with the, uh, the certain conviction that it is one or separate. Okay? And it's not, when, by, by that I don't mean, I don't mean uh, you should arrive at a definite conclusion that it is one and then, that's, and, and, and then your meditation is over, you find wisdom. Or that it is separate and then your meditation is over and, then, and now, 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 now you find wisdom. Now, a third possibility will come up. If it's not one with the mind, if it's not one with the body, 
then separate from the, of, of course it's already sep- you've established that it's separate from the body separate from the mind then you then the third possibility this third possibility is actually uh, where most of us sort of vaguely think vaguely uh, 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 think that's where we are but we're not there okay we're actually at the point actually uh, <laughs> we're not at the point of even bothering with is it one or one or many we're not even bothering with with uh, with uh, is it inherently existence or not inherently existent we're just accepting and with this mere acceptance the mere acceptance is confusing those two the sense of I is inherently exi- and and the sense that it is inherently existence are just one you know mesh one 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 uh, gabigoo <laughs> it's just one soup okay we do, we're not at the point where we actually are uh, at, a, at a very experiential way separating those two. The, 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 the mere sense of I and the sense and the con- conceiving of it as being inherently existent. Okay. Those two minds are not quite separate yet. That's the mind of everyday average person. Okay. We don't go around thinking or is this I that is buying this uh, metro card uh, inherently existent? Is this the phenomenal I now uh, getting into inside the subway? We don't go around doing that. Okay, so those two are all just you know accepted to be the same, and it is from this acceptance where you can find when someone is really sincerely trying to get to to wisdom, and when they don't go any further. Then they, when, they, when they get to the point of separation, or when they get to the point of seeing that they are, they are, we are seeing them as the same, then you can see that that's when some people might come up with a, with a, with a, with seeming wisdom that, oh, when you get rid of all sense of I, you will arrive at wisdom, because you are able to see at some point that they're mixed together. You don't see that there's no way of separating those two. And also, when you're doing the meditation and in your mind, as a, it, when a yogi has achieved a certain degree of, of, a, of, a, of success, where the, where, the, where the sense of I is, 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 is uh, palpable, that they feel that they can touch it. And then when they're doing the analysis, is it one, is it separate? And they're focusing on the body and the mind, and they arrive at, wait a minute, it's not, it's not the body, it's not the mind, then still hold strong and it's so prevalent because it takes a lot of work to get there. Okay? It takes a lot of work to, to, to arrive at, there's a sense of I and I know for, uh, I'm convinced it's not the body, I'm convinced it's not the mind and yet this sense of I. So, what else can it be? It must be, so, it's something other than, than, than those two. It's some energy that infuses them. It's some, you know, some something other that we don't quite know yet that that infuses it, or it is the mere awareness that infuses it, infuses the body, infuses the mind, and they stop there. And what you're supposed to do is supposed to say, well, is that is that is that true? Is that true? Is the third possibility which shouldn't be? Is that third possibility? Is that the answer? And you analyze it again, have and have that very vivid in the mind, 
that, that, that conviction, it is something other. And then you're analyzing it. And, you, uh, and that, that part, of my, the part of your mind that is, uh, that is part of the meditation that is doing the analysis now analyzes that. Is that true? Okay. And since the mind at this level is very subtle, and, and you're identifying with those subtleties of the mind, then, and you arrive at the conclusion that, or, or the sense of conviction that it is not the body, it's not the mind, then you will identify with this sort of euphoric sense, uh, state, which is merely the mind quiet, the mind uh, not, uh, not having too many, uh, uh, too many uh, junk uh, floating around. And because the sense of identif- identi- identity is still there, then we grab onto that thinking that, oh, that's the I. I have found it. I am euphoria. I am bliss. That's what I am. And then you don't go to the, to the, to the, uh, to the, uh, to the obvious, uh, to, you don't go to the, to the next obvious thing that should, you should, you should, uh, that should come to your mind. If I am naturally by nature bliss, why do I experience pain? If I am by nature this euphoria or this sense of freedom, why do I experience, why do I, why do I experience in this very sense of I, why does it appear that in the very nature of this I, there is bondage, there is, lim- there is limitation. Okay. So, You could say <laughs> the Buddha never said pos- positively, "Oh, that's the eye right there, right here," or "That's the truth. That's that's the self." Because whenever you, you uh, grab onto something, you're grabbing onto something. <laughs> okay and the sense of identity is still going on, that's why, you know, the sense of identity goes when you can, it can be, it is, seems to be so free that it can identify with the body and then be completely convinced that it is the body. It can identify with the mind and be completely convinced that it is the mind. Okay. Now, that's the oneness and the separateness. Now, the reason for also saying many, one and many, calling this meditation one and many, is because you know, the sense of self doesn't feel like many. It feels like it's one when you, once you find it. You feel like it's one unit, uh, isolate. Now, the, 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 the term many comes into, 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 into being when, when you're looking at the, the body and you say the sense of the self which feels like one, a, a, uni, a unitary uh, isolate. If it is one with, if it is the body, then the body, if it is truly the body, then you wouldn't be feeling the sense of self as being a unit, an isolate, a one. It should be feeling many, because the body is many. It's composed of many parts. That's where the term many comes into play with the meditation. And also with the mind. Is the mind one, or is it many? Because the sense of I that you're feeling, it feels like, it senses like one. If it was, if there was the mind, then 
since the mind is many, then you have to say, uh, is, does the sense of I, is it many? And if it's not many, then of, among those, among those uh, different parts of the mind, which one is it? Which one is it one with? Is it feelings? If it's feelings, which feeling is it? If it's some function of the mind, which, which one is it? Is it memory? If it's, not, if it's not memory, then why do you have memory? Why do you recall? And yet, it's not memory. Is it, uh, is it consciousness? Then which consciousness is it? Is it eye consciousness? Is it ear consciousness? If it is ear consciousness, how come you have eye consciousness? Okay. So, the point of it, the point of the meditation is to arrive at uh, you know, uh, it's like there's a sense of I and you're sort of de, what's that word? Deconstruct, deconstructing? Mm-hmm. You're sort of deconstructing the sense of I so you can get at the, at the core of it. And once you get, arrive at the core of it, if you really arrive at the core of it, then you, sh- you should experientially feel, I think I'm going crazy. Okay. Because there's the sense of I. It is palpable. I feel I can touch it. And yet, in every place where it should exist, I cannot find it. In every possibility of where it should be, I cannot find it. Okay. Then, you could say, right before you get crazy... <laughs> you arrive at a, a, a sense of, of freedom. You arrive at a sense of it is this, it is that, it is not this, it is not that, and you cannot deny that it is neither. Ambiguity. Ambiguity. Or something else, something... Uh, paradox. paradox. Yeah. You feel completely at ease, free with the paradox. But it's not paradox the way we the way you know, the way our you know the way the intellect arrives at it. But it's a it's it's like you are in the paradox. Okay, you know it it is your experience, and that's why before you arrive at it, you feel like I think I'm going crazy. And be careful, don't go crazy. <laughs> Just keep going. Don't stop there. If you stop there, you'll go crazy. Okay. <laughs> That's why it is, it, is, it is, that's the reason why the Bodhisattvas have a vow, do not teach the profound to those who are not ready. Okay? If you're not ready and you arrive at, I think I'm going crazy, and you're supposed to go through the, that phase, I think I'm going crazy, and you just stop there, and you, that's where you will be. You'll remain, I'm crazy. Okay? You will go around saying, I don't exist. Hi, how are you? I don't exist, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, they promised that I would not talk too much. <laughs> uh, so, I will, you will get at home as late as you usually get to. <laughs> okay. So, have that sense of I, let it become palpable as, much as, as though you can touch it. And then you look for it. Where is it? 
and to get the sense of I become uh, to appear palpable is to, is to either recalling a very strong emotion when you're very happy or very very sad or, or in pain if you're in pain now just go into the pain you know there's a sense of I am in pain or I am happy look at the I that is supposed to be happy or in pain and 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 let it be vivid just it would be would it be vivid and then when you're analyzing it, when you analyze it, your, anal- your analysis will not be in vain. We're not just analyzing air. Okay. Right, so, get into your posture. <coughs> the purpose of the posture is to not be bothered with the body. Okay. So quickly check your legs and hands. Elbows and shoulders, back, head and neck, mouth, teeth, tongue, face. Observe five cycles of breath. When you're ready, begin. So first find a sense of I. Then in what way are you apprehending conceiving of this I and look for the way you are apprehending this I
Be mindful of the tranquil state you're experiencing. While in that state, again, embrace all beings. Look at their conditions. And strongly wish that they become free. Free of all problems. Strongly wish that they experience true happiness. Make the wishing so strong that you feel like you are willing it to happen. attention back to the breath. Staying aware of the breath. Gently become aware of the body, starting with the top of the head. Move until you get to the toes. one last word <laughs> so if you don't get to that palpable sense even though you arrive correctly or logically at the reason oh it's not the body it's not the mind it's not going to be transformative because that's what you need, that's what you're doing this meditation for you want to arrive at a transformative experience okay so even though you may logically or correctly say oh it's it's this it's that but until the, uh, if this sense is not present, this visceral sense is not present, then it will be just some abstract. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, and again, thank you for your patience. <laughs> so. Those of you have to leave, <laughs> see you next time. Those of you can stay and want and will stay. <laughs> no, stretch your legs. <laughs>